1: Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this time on Critical Hit.
2: On Critical no, Hit? No. On Critical
1: Hit? <laughs> yeah. No, because I've not already yet. said welcome to Critical Hit. What I am concerned about, Kevin, is what happened last
3: last
2: time on, time? on Critical, critical Hit.
3: Hit.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to do it twice.
2: Oh, you're not going to do uh, it not, twice? Not, not, not this episode. I'm not your dancing uh, We'll wait,
1: we'll wait uh, 15 Since more times was... this episode. So anyway, Kevin, please, please uh, share what happens now that we have uh, uh, rolled the software, the firmware back on good old Vincent. Hey. I mean, Quentin.
3: So, uh, yeah, you have defeated uh, the Black Hat Hacker devil uh that was occupying uh quentin's central processing unit uh and uh as a result you, you so you you fought them and uh they you know he eventually uh surrendered um and uh you have a your current agreement because uh the devil uh was threatening to blow up uh quentin's memories uh Uh, and possibly just all of Quentin's mind, uh, was that you would allow them to live, uh, maybe stored in like a separate drive outside of of Quentin for now. Um, And I think your plan was to also interrogate them.
1: Yeah, it's the good old uh, Moriarty Star Trek Next Generation gambit. Yeah, no
4: way this will come back and bite us in season five. (laughs)
3: <laughs> all right. So, uh you um all tentatively uh go to uh you know it, it put away your your blasters and and uh frost glaives and uh weapons and such as as the the spark uh disappears from the hacker devil's hand uh and Uh, you realize the way out is probably... Well, Hecubino, you will realize that the way out is through you. You need to sever, basically, the mind link. Okay. Um, There's a little bit of trick to being sure that the Hacker Devil doesn't... uh, You can basically... It occurs to you, you can pull the Hacker Devil out um, with you. And Bob, uh, you know uh, from your interactions, uh, in, in terms of hacking with this thing, that it is a, it's a, it's an equally digital entity, meaning it exists both. At, it has a, probably a physical form, but mm-hmm. this weird, uh, you know, computer science, psychic melding thing you're doing, it can actually just do that. Um, intrinsically, so it can probably get itself out as well. Um, Mm, So uh, from there, you'll need to, you know, figure out storage on, like, some separate drive and stuff like that, but when you exit this, basically everyone in this scene, the Hacker Devil included, will become physically corporeal back on the squeaky clean. Okay. Hmm. And uh, your body will have Taken it out on you by, I don't know, throwing your body around on uh, the floor. Um, All the fake injuries you incurred in Quentin's mind uh, will become real, of course. But I think people aren't that badly off. Uh, People have been spending stamina uh, or, excuse me, resolve uh, fairly aggressively to recover from their injuries. Right. Yep.
4: I believe so. Yeah.
3: Okay. So then Hecubino, whenever you're ready, you can uh you'll need the crew you'll need everybody to like link hands and stuff like that to to uh to exit the mind link.
2: Okay. I'll uh gather everyone around. I'll make it so that like uh Amu and Vangi are on either side of the uh are on either side of Black Hat so that they're not so much linking hands, but like holding on to him um and i'll be like okay everyone uh this might be a jarring experience so take a deep breath and we'll go in three and i jump them out
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: so yeah uh it's you know suddenly like flying backwards in space basically where as if um your your body gets pulled back like on a a roller coaster going backwards um uh and uh you have an intense sense of vertigo as you guys all come to in uh i believe it was the like cockpit you know bridge area of the squeaky clean And uh, beside you is also a somewhat less disoriented, but somewhat more injured uh, hacker devil, Black Hat, uh, who uh, basically gets expelled from uh, Quentin in a that same nanite cloud of brimstone.
4: If it's at all possible, there will also be a a very large laser rifle aimed at
3: him. Oh, sure. I would
4: say I don't trust him. We could put the
1: grapple. I have a weapon. What is designed for
3: grappling? <laughs> yeah. So for a moment, you guys have to come to terms with, you know, being in your physical bodies. So it's not like you can immediately come to and pull a weapon. I mean, you, you can try, but it, you might drop the weapon. You might fire it at somebody else. Like your perceptions are, you, you haven't been using your eyes for a while or your muscles or, you know, like it, it's, it's weird. So it takes you a second. Um. You, you know, I would argue, especially uh, you, Quentin, you, you are still, you're, you're doing fine. You're okay. But part of your mind is still dedicating to like basically picking up the, the boxes that got knocked over inside your memory banks and putting them back where they go. So that's like a background thread. That's taking some of your CPU. Hmm.
1: Vangie tries flexing her muscles and wiping the sweat from her eyes.
3: Oh! Oh, good. Y- you're all back.
1: Yeah, Grace. Yeah, uh, do yeah. not uh, do not let anything other than myself uh, interact with any of your internal systems, including this uh, devil hacker. He's not put up all security against him.
3: Yeah, sure. That that'll be relatively easy. Uh, first off, I want to let you know that everything's fine, and at that. The uh, main door to the cabin area uh, collapses down. Um, uh, wires pop out of the ceiling uh, and uh, you see the gremlins on the loose uh, down the hallway and the entire hallway is ripped up, covered in uh, blaster uh you know, scars and flamethrowers. It looks like some of the hallway was maybe transformed into some sort of liquid. Um, and, uh, yeah, the gremlins are on the loose. You see, uh, weird moss hanging from the ceiling. Um, and, uh, Herman comes out, uh, with his little, little, uh, fiend claws, um, and holds out a skull, uh, to, uh, Amu and um then squeebo rounds the corner and says squeebo clean and then vomits out a the helmet of a hazmat suit
1: oh, a, what's going how, on how now? long were we in there grace how?
3: all right previously Unconcli- <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh
3: no so you guys are all you know for, for all intents and purposes asleep um uh unconscious in uh the cabin uh, the uh piloting area of the bridge of the squeaky clean um when grace detects something on the scanners, a light freighter has appeared from uh behind uh nearby uh Electromagnetic distortion um, that she quickly realizes was probably artificial and some form of, uh, you know, way of cloaking the ship to their sensors. Um, it's a, uh, Grace just starts talking to herself, oh, that's a Noricama Reliant class ship. Um, it's, it's made in the Vescarium style. Uh, so, you know, that means it's pretty brutish and pugnacious. It's covered in thick armor plates and bristling with weapons. Looks something like a huge cybernetic space shark covered in spikes, all in colors of army green and brown. Um, Guys, I I, I, I know you're in the middle of something, but if you can hear me, please wake up. Bob. Okay. Hacubino. Uh Amu. Quentin? Oh, okay. Um, I I can move the ship, but I really need a pilot as a partner. I mean, I can do it myself, but it's just not the same, you know. Um, and I can't fire the weapons on my own, and I'm talking to myself because you're all in Quentin's brain. Oh, this is bad. The ship, uh, starts to closed uh the distance to you guys uh with its pilot able to out uh outperform the the simple autopilots that uh grace has enabled um and it's labeled the pequod malibu um and we cut to uh the uh, a the docking area of that ship as it moves to dock uh with the squeaky clean um A little tunnel comes out and uh, it starts boring a hole in the side of the ship. Um, And uh, it's clear it has all of the weapons locked on you. So if if Grace makes any sudden moves, uh, I can just blow you out of the the sky. Waiting in the uh, boarding tunnel is a band of bounty hunters. Uh, They conveniently all kind of take turns looking around and and nodding to each other. And uh, for our purposes, we'll introduce them. Uh, Otto is their captain. He is a mangy looking Yosoki who clearly doesn't bathe and may have a skin disease or at least an infestation of mites of some sort. He has slapdash plates of armor with lots of buckles and straps and gears. Um, He's wielding a tool the size of a large wrench, which he can fiddle with and configure to operate as basically any mechanics tool, plus a well-worn laser pistol. Uh, He turns and says, All right, you lot, you know the plan. These are high-value targets, so we need to bring them in alive. The doctor will handle their ooze defender. Bud, you go toe-to-toe with Vangi. Keep her busy. Duke, keep them all off balance. Mess the ship up good. Miller, just do your thing. And Miller says, I always do. Leela, take out the ones that seem to be hitting us hardest. Ready? Uh, Break. And uh, as they start to uh, cross over to invade the ship, here's the rest of them. Bud is a hulking behemoth of a human. He's about 6'8", 350 pounds, mostly muscle, but a bit of gut. He has long black hair that's wild and matches his beard. He wears black overalls, black rubber boots, and one of his arms has been replaced with a cybernetic chainsaw. He moves aggressively, jumping into the uh, room uh, after docking, glaring at everything with the crazy eyes. He says, time to get ripping, as his chainsaw Roars into action. Duke is a bright fuchsia skittermander, roughly three feet tall and 35 pounds, that crawls all over the rest of the crew of the Pequod Malibu, not respecting personal space at all. They have the normal six arms and two legs of a skittermander, and while seemingly cuddly and cute, something is clearly wrong with this particular creature, as their already sharp teeth have been filed to even sharper points, and their eyes and mannerisms quickly reveal a casual cruelty. They seem to use their powers instinctively, which identifies them as a witch warper, as they can t- change the terrain around around them to suit their unpredictable whims. Uh, they giggle maniacally as they enter uh the room. <laughs> Miller is a short for a vesk, so like six feet tall, thin, again thin for a Vesk, so like 180 pounds. Albino Vesk covered in tattoos that look somewhere between mystic runes and a circuitry diagram. Uh, there's also a, a, a time motif to them. Uh, he wears all white, a kind of light plastoid armor. Uh, he moves with deliberation, keeping his arms held behind him with a look of lofty disdain on his face. Uh, he, as he enters, he says, I have a bad feeling about this. Layla is an eight foot tall Verthani, a humanoid chameleon person who is at least 40% cybernetics, including a leg, an arm, an eye, and part of her tail the pigment of her skin changes color according to her mood or blends in with the area around her. She wears little to no armor or clothing, except for some strategically placed force field generators, uh, perhaps to better take advantage of her camouflage. Somehow her cybernetics seem wired to tap into this ability. Um, As she starts to board, um, Coming from her cybernetic arm is a stream of nanites that start interacting with a console on the Squeaky Clean immediately. And last but not least is Parnell. Parnell is dressed in a bright yellow hazmat suit with a flat top head and a black panel uh, like visor area that he can presumably see through, though uh, it doesn't—you go- can't see into it. Um, As this covers his entire body, it is unclear what Parnell looks like under the suit or even what species he is. He has a scanning device in one hand that has little prongs sticking out from each side and emits strange sounds only he can interpret. He's also dragging along something that looks like a high-tech vacuum cleaner, with the tank being a titanium and white plastic square case uh, that has... Uh, think of like the corners all being like the, that titanium, and then a little plastic around it. Uh, but the the actual sides are some sort of thick transparent glass material. Um, the whole square is about one meter tall, wide, and deep. And he drags it along; it's on little wheels. Um, Parnell gives off a lot of nervous energy by not standing still and talking to himself. Um, In this case, he's saying uh, they have a special quantum entanglement endobacterial ooze. I will handle it and get my revenge for the death of my research associates on Dagox 4. True. We may have been researching bioweapons, but that's no excuse for using one on us first. No one else seems to be paying any attention to him. Uh, They board the squeaky clean uh, kind of in that main hangar area and are immediately greeted by Squeebo. Uh, Squeebo smiles at them. And, you know, just for a refresher on Squeebo, think of, I don't know, about a meter diameter um, dome of bright green jello. Uh, Put some googly eyes on it and a big, bubbly, weird smile, then set that on top of a, again, about a meter uh, diameter Roomba. And that's Squeebo. Um, uh, Squeebo goes in to uh, clean up this mess, but they seem prepared for that. Um, in fact, uh, Miller sort of seems to coordinate everything. Everyone's in perfect position as as the Vesk, like, uh, almost like timing everything to a, a perfect T knows um that it will be there and uh parnell uh lunges forward with the vacuum cleaner and uh it's emits some weird teasing energy and sucks squeebo a uh, hole into uh his tank you've never you've never seen squeebo be uh be really thrown by anything before um but in this case yeah it it Whatever device this this uh, mad doctor has created, it absorbs him entirely and you can see him struggling inside the tank. Um, and uh, Parnell turns and like taps on the glass and says, yes, yes. How about a little cold Squeebo? and uh, starts uh, tinkering with the dials on the tank and um the the temperature clearly drops inside it and Squeebo starts to shiver and starts to freeze
1: no as, not Squeebo.
3: yeah as uh as evidently Squeebo is not immune to cold Otto says all right everyone take your places we gotta we gotta take them out before they uh before they know what's hit them uh and uh, Bud and Duke and Miller all race forward. Um, Layla starts to blend in with the, uh, the surroundings of uh, the ship. So you quickly lose track of her. Um, it seems like uh, she is uh, t- seeming to go for like control panels and to start uh, interacting with the computer. Which brings us back to Grace. All right. Um so there's there's definitely a big problem. Uh uh and we'll cut to Amu's quarters. Herman? <laughs> Herman, uh, I I need your help. There are bad people on board. Well, I I don't technically know if they're evil bad, but they're trying to hurt the crew and that's all we need to know. They're going to take Amu away from you. Oh, and there's food and shiny things you can take. I'm sure. Plus, uh, I'll bet Amu will be really happy with you if you help. Um, shunk, she opens the door to Amu's uh, quarters and coming out of uh, his nest is the giant crate fiend uh, crab creature. Well, kind of space crab arthropod uh, that is Herman. Um, it looks up with quite you you guys haven't except for amu spent much time looking at uh herman's eyes but they're attached on these long eye stalks like they're kind of separate from the rest of his body they're on giant eye stalks and they're they're each the size of like a large grapefruit um and they can like turn around corners and stuff on their own uh all right that that's one um cut to the med bay Uh, where there's a moss hanging out, a giant moss creature, uh, hanging out amongst all of the vials and uh, preparations that Amu uses to make his injections. All right, Gordo, I need you to help defend the crew. But Amu doesn't like it when I kill. Who said anything about killing? Although, yes, that was where i was going with this so you know fair enough um but you could just knock them out or, or killing a just a little bit would be okay i'm sure that that's what they're going to do to us we cut to the uh crew of the pequod uh malibu otto says remember gang no killing <laughs> back to Grayson and gordo so yeah you know if you can just come over it just a little bit the, the amu's counting on you the whole crew's counting on you Okay, Gracie. It's just Grace. Okay, just Gracie. Ah, thanks, Gordo. Huh, I think I'm going to regret this, but with Squeebo incapacitated, I think we need all the help we can get. Um, Gordo, can you open these? And, uh... In the storage facility that Amu has for them, pop out three little canisters, uh, each just a little bit larger. They're like little. They're, they're they're they could easily be added to a missile, for instance. Um, and they hold uh, three gremlins, three of the gremlins that had previously wrecked the ship. Gordo, uh, open this up and. And I'll I'll negotiate with them. Okay. And uh the giant moss sends out tendrils, opens all the canisters up, and out pop uh the uh three little vexjet gremlins. Uh these are are the kind that set up traps and were building that giant contraption, if you remember that. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah i says, was going
1: to yell at amu for all of this when you first started describing things but apparently this is it's, was, was it's a good thing
3: <laughs> i mean you can still yell at him you don't know what happened That's fair. <laughs> oh hi gremlins hey we we we're free also we have names oh really i i i didn't know that what are your names Do we jinx it, and how? It's like so. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) it's like so. uh... I'll strike a deal with you. We need your help uh, to defend the crew—the same crew that imprisoned us. Why would we ever deal with you? Well, um. We could negotiate for some time out of the canisters. I mean, you're getting some time out of the canister now, isn't that good? Hmm. And what do we have to do for it? Um, you know, uh, your usual traps and annoyingness to uh to people, just not not the team lizard brain, not the crew. No, don't go to the pilot's cabin. Everywhere else, uh, everywhere except the bridge. Uh you you can you can have free reign, uh so long as you don't disturb any critical systems. Um and and uh the the people in there, you can um well you can do whatever you want to them. Uh but but not but not Herman and not Scribo and not Gordo. That sounds good. We have no idea who those people are, so we'll just kill everything. No, 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 no. No. Uh, and Grace painstakingly explains the terms uh, to the gremlins, uh, who don't really seem to care. They're already assembling uh, the various tools from uh, the med kit supply area as uh, Gordo has uh, left and is starting to um, crawl along the ceiling and floor in his um, mossy form. Um, so. Uh, the the uh, crew of the Pequod Malibu is uh seemingly you know, uh Bud's like they're they they're hulking Bud's muscle and he's on the hunt looking for Vangi. um, uh goes to her quarters, uh sees you know some of the the weight set up, uh sneers at it a little bit, um, goes to like uh l- look inside and trips a trip wire and out of nowhere comes one of Vangi's giant dumbbells and just smacks him right in the head. <laughs> um, he staggers back and falls on the ground dazed, uh, but definitely still alive and everything like that. Um, uh, and, and grumbles, um, Duke, uh, the, the Skittermander, um, starts using their witch warper abilities, to, you know, temporarily, in quotes here, transform parts of the ship um, it, as they start walking around. Um, the the deal with the Witch Warper transformation is it doesn't last that long, but the damage it deals is permanent. So, for instance, transforming an area into a thin coating of acid, that acid still starts eating away at you know the the walkways and the the side panels and the controls uh, and underneath that the wiring of the ship. Even if then, uh, as soon as uh, Duke has skittered on by, um, it, the the acid no longer exists and you know fades out of reality. You see uh, a a um, uh, moss turn the corner and kind of poof out a cloud of spores in Duke's direction um, who turns, sniffs her cute little pink little nose, um, uh, glares her menacing eyes. And uh, we cut to Duke's vision for a moment as uh, their world starts to spin and shrink and grow and like starts flowing everything becomes more colorful some music starts playing in the background um and uh duke starts becoming more and more obsessed with as opposed to to whatever mission they were on they're still transforming the ship but they're just doing it sitting down and they're basically entertaining themselves with their witch warper cantrips. Parnell, uh, seems to, his job on the ship seems to have on the crew seems to have, uh, been exclusively taking care of Squeebo. And as he mutters to himself, yes, yes, they'll see. They'll all see. Um, he is basically just torturing, uh, Squeebo, um, by changing the, the temperature and some of the other controls of uh, his little cube. Um, Squeebo stares at him with that weird faraway look that he gets, even though it's actually clear that like his his form is suffering from this because it like crystallizes then melts a bit, then crystallizes again and melts a bit. but each time it doesn't seem to like he doesn't come to his, his full natural state um, smoothly. So Parnell is just sitting in the um, the main hangar bay um, when there's a, a a sudden commotion over by one of the control panels and it starts sparking, uh, drawing his attention. Um, he uh, says, Dratus, I'm sure Leela's messing this up somehow. I'll have to bail them out. And he uh, wiggles his fingers in his... Uh, Uh, yellow gloves Um, they seem to be uh, seven fingers on each hand Um, he goes over to start fiddling with the controls and the uh, panel uh, electrocutes him severely Um, uh, fortunately his hazmat, hazmat suit protects him somewhat but then popping out from behind the uh, panel is like a spring-loaded blowtorch that just blasts him right in that face visor um, uh, as he screams as though being blinded. Uh, Layla, the, the chameleon ver- person, Verthani, who seems to also have nanites as part of their body, is trying to um, hack into uh, Grace, and Grace is furiously counter-hacking her by, you know, disabling uh, parts of the the ship so that uh, Leela can't get uh, full control. Um, But she's also, uh, uh, you know, seemingly integrating herself in the ship's systems, uh, which um, she's trying to find, like, basically the best system to have access to. And she comes across the hack. The HAC, the Holographic Amusement Chamber, um, and she r- steps in, uh, nods accordingly, and her nanites start um, like melding with all the interactions of the uh, like all the various devices that make up the hack, um, which gives her. It's kind of like having your own uh, like a, a really cool uh, PC uh, rig, but. Um, It's integrating with your body and you're designing it as you go, except uh, the gremlins have also messed with that. Um, And uh, it starts becoming a, a, a trippy world of blasts of noise and lasers, and none of it can can hurt her that badly she thinks uh except they definitely already know the ways to um what, what was uh uh gizmer who um had uh done it before um uh or actually i'm sorry it was glitch who had done it before they still know the hacks that glitch came up with uh for disabling the uh hack safeties and in this case uh grace is happy to help them uh so Leela winds up getting trapped in a nightmare realm composed of all of the worst elements of your guys' uh, programs that you have installed on the hack. So real quick, I'm going to ask you, each one of you, to go one by one and say uh, what's something nightmarish they encounter or have to deal with uh, that, that Leela sees in the hack. Anyone who has an idea can go first. Surgery practice. (laughs) <laughs> Surgery practice? Oh no, that's pretty bad.
1: <laughs> Poisonous uh, uh, bats in a cave.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nice. Uh, there's blooper reels. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Drifter, you said drifters, blooper reels. Yep. Nice. Compilation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Se- season three of season three of Stranger Things.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ow! Uh... That's cruel. Becoming a food tuber. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew, Brian.
4: Quentin's psychological program, which keeps asking them by they hate their mother (laughs) to better understand the psychology of alien minds.
3: Hostile alien
4: ecosystems.
3: All right. So somehow all of those things get blended together. It's, you know, the, the horrific um you know uh fate of uh team we love spiders uh taking place on the the uh infamous uh viscarium planet jungle um uh along with um while they're strapped down having surgery practice and being fed parts of maybe themselves as sushi or a YouTube program, all while, uh, uh, Quentin is psychoanalyzing that and saying, now, what do you think this cellular peptide means?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget the mint frosting.
3: So, uh, Lila is going quickly insane. Uh, Miller, uh, the, the Vesk, um, pauses for a long moment on his way, starts calculating things and says, I knew this course of action was not advisable. Fine. I will fix it all. Um, and he goes about and starts carefully, um, dismantling traps just the moment before they're about to happen. Um, as though he can see into the uh, short distance into the future. Um, this seems to basically outthink the the gremlins, and uh, he's in the process of uh, basically rescuing everyone, like all the rest of their crew, as he starts walking through the halls. Uh, Otto has made a beeline for the bridge, and he's turned his giant wrench tool into a blowtorch slash crowbar thing that he's using to... to uh it, grace has locked the controls and like done a hard lock such that you know even she can't reopen it but he doesn't seem to care uh he's busted out all the 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 hardware stuff to just um uh break the door down himself and he seems perfectly capable of it as he's uh you know drilling slash blasting his way through uh the door painstakingly you know cutting along the sides and you can you know from from the the grace uh, side view inside uh the bridge you guys are all still unconscious still in quentin's mind i don't know maybe you're getting a badge or, or dealing with the bureaucratic administration zone or playing volleyball or something um and uh that you can see the uh blasting ring going around the uh door as as Otto keeps making progress um uh he turns and there's a storage crate nearby and he's like "hmm and goes back to work turns again the storage crate is closer <laughs> shrugs keeps going to work turns and uh, <laughs> herman lunges out at him grabbing him uh and uh getting involved in a claw versus wrench fight um at one point uh herman grabs he goes for uh Otto goes for a, a side knife and herman disarms it uh from him holding the knife in his crab arm and hold, waving it about um which looks <laughs> really cute um uh but miller is getting ready to um to like he he comes to really
1: really hope grace has been filming all of this because that would was going to get some major traction on social media
4: we're going to get like a whole special episode (laughs) um
3: uh miller goes to uh uh you know go over to duke and, and quickly assesses um uh that uh, they've the Skittermander has been intoxicated somehow, and determines he needs to go get. He, he'll actually just say, "I believe Doctor Parnell can fix you, Duke," and he goes back towards the, um, uh, you know, main hangar bay area. Um, Gordo um, watches this. Feels a little nervous and says, I'm sorry, Amu. And uh, starts to uh, follow Miller. Miller pauses for a moment, turns. Gordo uh, becomes like this, you know, shambling mound sized uh, thing of moss and vines and all all this various organic detritus uh, that is his uh, living plant. Ooh's body and uh gordo says i'm sorry i have to kill you now and uh miller just nods and says i knew this was going to happen and uh gordo lunges forward uh climbs into miller's throat uh his moss sliding down their throat somehow not choking them to death uh miller staggers a few steps then starts to grow uh, grass and leaves out of their skin, and it pierces their their plastoid armor, and it just their clothes and skin just kind of shed off until standing there is a uh, relatively short, relatively thin vesk-sized topiary.
1: Dark annihilation stuff. Uh,
4: rock me to sleep tonight, <laughs> Lord.
3: And, uh, the moss crawls off of, uh, off of the, the topiary Miller and, uh, goes back to, to, um, uh, the med bay. Uh, so as, um, you all come to, uh, it appears that, uh, Squeebo was, uh, rescued by the gremlins and uh all the rest of this crew is um i like either deeply deeply incapacitated or dead
2: oh good work second string
4: <laughs> what just happened
2: i'm so oh. proud of you all i think the <laughs> jv teams really uh really showing some promise it seems like um bud was killed by uh Bob's tool
3: ramp sliding down, uh, or Bob's tool chest sliding down a ramp onto him. Evidently, nice. that thing weighs like 500 pounds, so.
4: <laughs> so it's not like Bob cares.
2: Oh, this is when you, what happens when you leave the gremlins home alone. <laughs> <laughs> is
1: everyone gathered in this area?
3: Uh, or sure. We, oh, why not? Uh, Black Hat will say, "What kind of crew is this?
2: Oh. The best kind." Yeah, you're this gonna love is it a here. Bengi
1: lizard brain. <laughs> like, kind of like kicks Bud's corpse with her foot and is like, "Oh, that chainsaw looks fun." Do,
4: <laughs> do we know
2: them? Uh, uh, Hecubino, Hecubino picks picks up the skull and says, "I did not know him well."
3: <laughs> well, there is a there is a ship docked nearby. It's called the Pequod Malibu. It seems to have had um, some run-ins with the law, but I think it's an officially registered bounty hunter ship. So
2: I guess they were going to, like, kidnap you? Oh. Who would have a bounty there on us? Bounty on us? I mean, it doesn't have bounty hunters don't necessarily just chase bounties. They could just be mercenaries who are, like, paid by a single person to do this. For all we know, this is Talos again.
4: Yes, although uh, maybe we should
2: so, Yeah, we have... should get over to the other ship if it's still yeah. docked and yeah, try to and see what information we can extract from that. But first, um, L- Elmo, can you show uh, Black Hat to his quarters? And how Certainly. are you feeling, Quentin? Diced. That's good. There's like three or four higher settings, so dice isn't bad. I, I
1: I'll go with uh I'll go with Amu to make sure that uh Yeah, good call. He's
4: secured. I believe I am up to a sojourn to the other ship.
2: Okay. Everybody uh grab your guns and gear. If I uh if I see the gremlins around, I'll be like, hey guys. You did great. Go back to your tubes, but you've really earned a, a renegotiation of time out of the tubes.
3: Yeah, we get to build things again. Yeah. Yeah, and, Within and, reason.
1: yeah exactly. What were their it,
3: names? <laughs> Do we jinx it and how?
1: Dewey we jinx it? How? You did so good. Do you want to take any one of them over there, Captain? Captain? Um, Uh, let's wait until we've, uh, you know, figured out what's going on there before they
4: get a little ambitious over there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. See if there's anything there we want to keep. Yeah. Salvage first. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh And also
2: if they left any crew there. So that's a good point.
3: All right. So you can secure, um, uh, Black Hat in a separate drive, Uh, that, you know, you'll have to physically disconnect from Grace, which is fine. Grace, you guys have some extra computer parts around. Um, So, uh, and you want it to be sure it doesn't have uh, Infosphere access. And particularly, Bob, you know that, um, you know, because you were interacting with, uh, with him, that he has the same ability you do to remote hack. So you need to kind of design this to, uh, shield against that. Yeah. I'll Uh, put him in a
1: Faraday cage.
3: Nice. That's great. Um, yeah. And that, uh, so, you know, between the two of you, you can, uh, you, you're, you're pretty sure, um, if it's possible, the devil will get out. it, 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 like it does seem to have basically a magical ability to transport itself into and out of computers. Mm -hmm. So you're not sure you can stop it, but what you can do is limit it. Like if it were to transport itself out, a, you would know about it. B, it couldn't go anywhere. Um, And so it might as well not, uh, Uh, because like a empty room is actually less of a prison to it than, or more of a prison to it than um, a computer drive. Cause in a computer drive, it could at least, you know, make itself live in its own weird artificial, you know,
2: palatial manner or something like that. Right. Well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll load in some uh, like forum posts.
4: Keep it, keep it busy.
2: Yeah. Do you it like a, a daily curated day? feed? Give it a used uh, it, copy
1: of Windows ninety five.
3: They will say, "I would like to negotiate our terms. I have information that you need, but I yeah. want something in return. But you clearly have a lot going on, so I can wait a little bit."
2: Oh, thanks. We'll take that into account. That's mighty nice of you. Yeah, you're consider, welcome.
1: Consider your. Terms. It says Holder not
2: understanding the sarcasm.
3: Mm-hmm. You guys go to explore the. Uh, quad Malibu. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, this ship seem whew, it has seen better days. I mean, it's clearly got a competent mechanic, but their mechanic is a jerk. Um, <laughs> like the, the weapons and engines are all in peak condition. Um, like tuned, optimized. You know, probably have they they they've spent. of their budget, if not more on just those two things. Um, But like the living quarters are, are Spartan at best. Um, And like, they don't have like a mess hall. Uh, They seem to just only eat takeout and they don't have a good trash compactor. So it, the place just smells. Um, There's clear signs of, uh, you know vandalism from uh you're guessing the skittermander based off of the color patterns this this ship is a a portrait of individuals who do not work well as a group um that it seems to indicate uh you know there have been fights on this ship uh there are um you know constant squabbles over who's in charge uh there are lab experiments that have gone wrong uh you catch uh, there there's some video logs that you can uh see where you see uh that uh Parnell, uh performed a uh self lobotomy um so uh you know that's weird but he's convinced it made him smarter um uh and he wears that suit at all times to protect from the radiation in in quotes um which you know it, it wouldn't shock you if there was something radioactive here uh though you you don't detect it on your sensors um yeah there's definitely stuff you can loot from the place um the probably the best stuff that they have is their ship's weapons systems you could also just like sell the ship um and the the amount you'd get for it just like all the insides of it would be ripped out and redone. Um, but which
2: they might do anyway, even if it was in good shape.
3: Right. Um, but like the, the actual hull of the ship and the weapon systems they have alone, um, it's not as all around nice or well-rounded a ship as the squeaky clean. Um, that is to say your ship is actually a higher tier than theirs. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, the, you could certainly get some good money for this, and um, it, or or not just money, but you could trade this into places. For instance, like uh, the Android Abolitionist Front would certainly gobble this thing up for parts, yeah. and um, you could uh, uh, presumably get ship upgrades out of it.
0: Huh.
2: Yeah, uh, taking this whole thing and letting the Android Abolitionists junket was actually my first thought. Oh, yeah. well, cool.
1: We could probably but, uh, do some up- upgrades if they'll, you know,
4: we're willing to put some of it into uh, our ship.
2: Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's see Let's see if we can get Bob to a console and see if he can pull up who hired these guys.
1: Beep boop 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 beep boop beep boop boop
3: boop. Okay, so now now we get to the sad part. Um... <laughs> The sad part is uh, that they were trying to kidnap you uh, for ransom money because you're so famous.
1: Uh, How much did they want for us?
3: Uh, They wanted.
4: Are we talking like Lindsay Lohan money?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hold on. Let me find out your wealth per level. Wealth by level. (laughs) Okay. Starfinder has a whole credits thing. No uh, one they, will pay for us. They wanted uh, 50,000 credits. each For all of us? For all of you. Oi. Um, they didn't account for the menagerie, did they? they Apparently want, not. It ate them. Par, Parnell,
1: their...
3: Parnell's <laughs> only cut was Squeebo. He seemed to be hired especially for this job.
1: He, he was very sus because we know like so little
4: about Squeebo, So if he if he has like extensive notes on what Squeebo is and why he's excited
3: about it, I'd be curious about that.
1: Uh, I'll look and see if I can find any notes on that.
3: Okay, um, what
1: is the Squeebo?
3: But yeah, their their plan was uh, you know to to basically kidnap and uh, ransom you. Uh, you see a lot of half-baked plans here it seems like these guys are also adventurers ish um that only want to go on uh get rich quick schemes but they also have no problem hurting people like anyone that gets in their way the only reason they were taking you alive is because uh they assumed that extreme infosphere productions would pay uh to to have you released, and the only reason they were only asking fifty thousand credits, you guys are worth significantly more. But they determined that was like basically a nuisance fee, where they would rather pay fifty thousand credits and just get you than go send a kill team to address right. them
1: to annihilate them. Yep. Can we fake our own kidnapping and see if we can get fifty thousand dollars? <laughs> <laughs> we can weekend at Bernie's this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh let's not that sounds that sounds complicated besides we have a meeting that we need to get to here in a week or so or in two weeks.
4: How long no. were we in my mind
3: Wait. yeah we need to check the start dates or whatever uh yeah you were you've been out for thirty six hours.
4: No wonder I'm so hungry um well let's let's give this thing a toe
2: yeah we Let's go back in. We'll see if we can, like, remote, um, like, and see if we can install something so we can control it remotely, undock it, and then just have it follow us.
3: Yeah. I mean, Bob can probably set something like that up.
1: Yeah. This ship doesn't have a tractor beam, right?
3: No, you're going to have to set something more manual up. Or not okay. manual, but, like, uh, Physical. tactile.
2: Yeah. Okay. It has a drift drive, right? It does. I would say at least one of us is able to pilot outside of Bob. Yeah, but if we we don't need to we might not need to sacrifice a whole member to moving this thing around. Um the crew seems all permanently incapacitated
3: for what's worth. Okay. Um so Bud is dead, uh Miller is dead, Parnell is dead. Uh Otto is dead.
1: Starting and theme here.
3: Uh Leila is permanently insane uh and Duke is on a permanent uh Gordo trip. Duke is quite dangerous uh if if not like
2: the contained
3: somewhere contained. Uh, yeah, gordoed. Well, I mean, regard like they're on an uncontrolled psychedelic experience yeah, where they're making, uh, while,
1: making the walls actually melt
3: but yeah like they have the powers of a witch warper so that's uh, that's pretty bad all right um, um, they need to go live on some peaceful planet somewhere if yeah. that's what you or you could just kill them I don't care Amu <laughs> Mordo I mean, um, did a good job of not killing <laughs> you do see the topiary of Vesk of, of <laughs>
2: It's good that Gordo Gordo had time to make this thing. Only killing one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is both very cool and very unsettling. Uh, Wait, you're saying
2: this was a guy? This topiary thing was someone?
4: I think I'd like to keep it in my room and just take care of it and prune it.
2: Sure. I mean, we've just been in your brain. It can't mess you up more than what we already did.
4: Legit. Uh, That's true. Um, true. You know, true. Like true. A, you know, good sanitarium. We can deposit these two at. <laughs>
2: That's a good question. Like, can, yeah, can we have I think Amu... the
3: Church of and actually does maintain those sort of things in this world,
2: for what it's worth. Okay. Uh, are they like legit, or are they like no? They're about they are
3: well, I mean, they do want you to worship Shellen. Like, there's a there's a low key, yeah. It'd be nice if you worshipped the goddess of beauty. Um, right. But um, you know, for I'm coming at this from the perspective, assuming you're relatively cynical and not religious, the Shellen organizations seem pretty all right. They seem pretty legitimate.
2: Okay. okay. Uh, well, uh, Amo, can you give us a preliminary thing and see if, like, they're gonna make it there? And I guess uh, we, uh, I guess we can, I don't know, uh, uh, like, how, how bad is it gonna get for this guy if he keeps tripping? Like, is, is he gonna just turn our hall into butterflies or something like that? We um, can sedate him. So and
3: certainly, within your capabilities,
2: okay, so uh, we'll stick these guys, I guess in the brig. we did just get that brig uh um, useful yeah let's yeah let's let's keep them somewhat sedated so that they don't hurt themselves in there, and uh we'll go meet the Android abolitionist see if they have use for that ship, and if they are willing to trade something. Um, then we get those guys home, or to a home, um, and then we go to our meeting. Is there anything else that we need to do that I'm forgetting?
1: Uh, talk to Black Hat.
2: Oh, talk to Black Hat, to yeah. We, we can do that on the way to any of these, but yeah. Although you're right, that might introduce additional places to go. So maybe we should talk to him now. Yeah. Let's see uh, what his terms
4: are. Let's go.
3: All right. And with that, Team Wizard Brain sets off on a new adventure.
1: Yay. Thank you, everybody, for downloading and checking us out this week. Hope you've enjoyed that. That was uh, pretty fun to see what the. Uh, the, the <laughs> menagerie was up to yeah. this week. I enjoyed it's that. Including really the lower decks. Uh, if you have any questions, send us an email podcast at majorspoilers.com. And until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits.
4: This podcast is copyright 2022 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.